everything out okay we're talking about movies movies (laughs) okay because that's because we don't know what to talk about yeah let's be honest Uh, (laughs) it's getting towards the end of the year in the last episode or i don't know what depression is hitting us i don't know what order it's going to be in now because we had some complications (laughs) but yeah um i accidentally deleted a whole episode (laughs) yeah and i thought it was (laughs) Well, I don't know what happened to it. I, well, I don't, I don't think I'll you take, deleted I'll it. I'll take the blame, though. You forgot to save it, at least. Yeah. <laughs> if we want to say anything. But, yeah, that was a good one. Uh, everyone that was there for it. Um, yeah, we us, had us. Um, it was a good one. Yeah, it was. We, we talked about. It was a real shame. You know, we had Ryan Gosling on the show. We Yeah, and, it uh, was an exclusive he, interview. He couldn't, we couldn't get him back to re-record. So you guys will just have to never hear that, ever. Yeah, he uh, yeah. he egged our house after he <laughs> after he heard that it was uh that we forgot to save it. <laughs> egged our house, yeah. He keyed my car. He someone also keyed. He my stole ca- my girl. Someone keyed my car as well, but I don't think that was Ryan Gosling. I think that was an unrelated incident. <laughs> he cheated on Maybe me. Maybe it was Russell Crowe. <laughs> Wait, I mean he didn't cheat on me. <laughs> <laughs> he stole my girlfriend, but that's okay because it's Ryan Gosling. Yeah, I mean you know. That's okay. <laughs> what am I going to do? Yeah. It's Ryan Gosling. <laughs> but speaking of Ryan Gosling, he is an actor. He is. <laughs> an actor. And you know what actors do? They <laughs> are, are assholes. You, yes. Is that what they do? They do being assholes. <laughs> no, but <laughs> actors. I'm just being illiterate now. <laughs> You sound like Charlie. They Dennis is bastard Charlie's. I mean, Dennis is bastard man. Actors do be assholes. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Please vote me for Democratic candidate. Yes, or something like that. Vote me, please. Vote me, please. Yes, do. Do. <laughs> Uh, we gotta we gotta talk about that at some point. We should. Always Sunny, one of my favorite mm. shows ever. Oh yeah, right at the right up there with The Office. The Office, it's Always Sunny. Um, what other show? SpongeBob. SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a classic. Um, Seinfeld. Seinfeld. I love Seinfeld. Um, oh, I watch Community a lot. Community's good. That's Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec, yeah. Um, kind of going outside the comedy realm, but um, Ash versus Evil Dead. That's a really great series. I've not watched it. It yet, is but comedy. It looks good, but it's also horror because, as you know, it's Evil Dead. But a few I, a few years ago, I'd have, I would have said Game of Thrones, but now I'm over it. <laughs> yeah, I think everyone's <laughs> over it. Everyone's just forgotten about it. I now. think even people that bought all the merchandise and like the complete box set of the DVDs is over it. Yeah. Everyone's just over it. it was, and like the body pillows of Daenerys. It was one of those things. Where oh, they it, probably burned those pillows. Oh, yeah. It was <laughs> one of those TV shows where it was good while we had it. And then now it's over. I don't care. Remember for the longest time, there was going to be a Game of Thrones movie. Was there? Like a spinoff type thing. Oh, I know they're working on a spinoff TV show. Is that happening still? I don't know if it's still happening. But they, I know those they brothers, had fish- they've been really flaky. The yeah. creators. They had officially uh, announced it, though. 
while They were back. supposed to do a Star Wars show, and then they oh, flaked yeah. out of that. Oh, speaking of, um, have you seen the LucasArts? Um, they announced their schedule for the next few years of uh, shows and movies. I did. Okay. A um, little bit of odd drunk news here, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did well, see. Um, while we're on it. I did see they are doing an Ahsoka show. I knew it was going to happen. It was inevitable. So we're getting Ahsoka, uh, Andor, which is about Cassie and Andor, which do I really care about that character that much? No, No. but that sounds like a cool show to me. Well, considering it's going to have probably at least the same budget as the Mandalorian. Yeah. And, and yeah, I don't really care about that character, but I thought he was cool enough that the whole thing about rebel spies surround and and his, that theme sounds like a cool show. It'll be cool to see what they do with it for sure. Yeah, so um, Obi Wan, right? Yeah, Obi Wan Kenobi. They're calling it just his full name. Um, there is they did apparently announce an untitled Tayaka Watiti film. You know what they should they they that's a missed opportunity there with the Obi Wan series. They should have <laughs> called it Hello There, a Star Wars story. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Hello there, General Kenobi. Um, they, there is an untitled Hayaka Watiti Star Hello Wars there. film. He is being brought on to oh, he's great. make a film. Um, the actual quote from uh, Kathleen Kennedy is, Tayaka's approach to Star Wars will be fresh, unexpected, and dot, 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 unique. Well, he's the guy that did <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. He did uh, What We Do in the Shadows, Flight of the Concord. Yeah, a big news with the Obi-Wan Kenobi show is Hayden Christensen is going to come back as well. He is going to be Darth Vader again. Yeah. Like as Darth, like in the suit type I don't thing? Know, I don't know for sure, but they specifically said Darth Vader, not Anakin Not Skywalker. Anakin. So not flashbacks. Yeah. Darth so Vader. I don't know exactly I what mean, that means. I mean, technically he was Darth Vader at the end of Revenge of the Sith, even before he got It would up. be cool since they don't have like David Prowse anymore uh, to play Vader. So they don't have like any original actor. It would be cool to actually see Hayden Christensen. Like, do, like, be in the suit. Put on the suit. Get James Earl Jones again for the voice. Of course, but it would be... But then, like, when he takes his helmet off or whatever. It would be cool to just uh, know that that's Hayden Christensen. Just to know it is. Yeah, even if it doesn't matter (laughs) at all. Even his face never shows. Yeah, but... So they're doing a soap, that's going to be a TV show. They can't have Darth Vader fight Obi-Wan because they weren't supposed to fight again until New Hope. No. Unless they just want to change the lore. Well, technically, they never said... Explicitly, that that was the. That but then, yeah, that is nev- true. It is they vague had enough. Never met because they say it's been a long time since our last meeting. Yeah, um, so it could just show us maybe a long time place. is only like a few weeks for them. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and this show takes place ten years after Revenge of the Sith, so that's nine years before. So that's like right in the middle, basically. Yeah, so that's re- that's long enough time where if they did meet, they could still refer to it as a long time. <laughs> Oh, yeah, nine years. That's a long freaking time. Yeah. <laughs> it says right here, um, uh, Hayden Christensen has to say, it was such an incredible journey playing Anakin Skywalker. Of course, Anakin... Oh, they already filmed it. N- uh, no, but this is... they. Someone asked, like a journalist asked him about it. Oh. And he said, of course, Anakin and Obi-Wan weren't on the greatest terms when we last saw them. <laughs> really? <laughs> They're just trying to kill each other. I hate you! <laughs> you are my brother, Anakin. Oh. I loved you. But that's cool. That that's official. Um, Hello there. So they did. they they announced Ahsoka. Yes, which I'm is so going, excited for that. That's going to be a Dave Filoni, and it's going to be in the Mandalorian era, right? 
Yeah, that general timeline. Um, and that's going to be written by written and made by Dave Filoni. He knows the character the best. Yeah, yeah. So it makes sense. Um, obviously, John Favreau is still going to be involved, just as with the man. He'll probably direct a couple episodes. Yeah, but it's uh, written by Dave Filoni. They said nice um, with Rosario Dawson. Uh, Rangers of the New Republic TV show. I love Rosario Dawson. I'll just say that. Oh, she's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so they're doing <laughs> Rangers of the New Republic. I don't know what What's that, that. I don't know. And I don't really care. That sounds like one that I'll just watch because. Yeah. It's I mean, there. Maybe it'll be really cool, but. Like I'll watch it in between the new Mandalorians or Obi-Wans or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they're doing. Uh, they're doing a, what are they a doing? series um, for Lando Calrissian. Okay. But this says in a brand new event series for Disney Donald Plus. Donald with Disney Plus, so that means that I think that possibly means that um, it might just be it might not be a running series. It might just be a short run. Series. I think the same as for um, Andor. I heard. I, th- Andor. I think I also heard that about. Kenobi. I think it's just going to be like I Kenobi. Think, I think several of these are going to be one offs. Like one I think Kenobi, if they just make one epic season, that's all we need. That's all we need. Yeah. Most of these, that's all we need. Because there'll be one. I mean, he's already in. Yeah. All of the Star Wars movies, except for the new ones, which. So all of the star, the good Star Wars movies. Yeah. Except for Phantom Menace. It's OK. It's good. Yeah. Clone Wars. I mean, no, Attack of the Clones. Yeah. It, it, it exists. Attack of the Clones. <laughs> yeah. It's Attack of the Clones, I think, is. It's objectively next to Rise of Skywalker, the worst Star Wars film. Since we're talking movies tonight, um, you want to just get this out of the way. Sure. Just without really thinking about it, your favorite Star Wars movies, in order. In order. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, but I've thought about. I thought. Of, I think about this on a daily basis. So. It's basically a top ten list because there's ten of them. Oh yeah, and they also put Indiana. Well, and Solo. They also put Indiana Jones for 2022. Is it a sequel? Yeah, it's going to be with the, Harrison Ford, and it's apparently going to be the final. And he's going to be like 85. Yeah, uh, but apparently <laughs> it's going to. Uh, they they've said it's going to wrap up his story. Yeah, it has to. Yeah, um, he he's gonna die. That movie when they first announced it like six years ago was <laughs> set to release in 2019. Yeah, yeah, they've delayed it that many times. I I still don't have trust. Okay, now I want to talk about Indiana Jones. This will be a quicker ranking. Okay, <laughs> so my favorite Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes. Then Last Crusade. It's yes. very close. In fact, it could be either or. But I'm going to say Raiders of the Lost Ark because it was the first one. Yeah, and it's, it's just perfect how it is. It's the classic. I think as much as uh, Last Crusade is a really good film, I think um, Raiders of the Lost Ark just nails everything just right, format-wise. Yeah, it's exactly. Just a, it's just like a perfect action film. It wasn't trying to action like... adventure. It's great. Well, because it, it wasn't trying to beat the last one or anything or do more. It you was, have... What's the actress's name? Uh, the girl that plays Marion. I like her. Ravenwood. She is fantastic. Yeah, and she's in another Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> so, Which yeah. one? She wasn't in the other two. She well, <laughs> oh, I don't know what you're talking about. So for me, it's Raiders, Lost Ark, Last Crusade, Temple of Doom, and then the other one. I would agree. Yeah, <laughs> that. that's that's exactly how I would uh, rank them as well. <laughs> okay, let's elephant in the room. King of the Crystal Skull. This is the first I'm hearing of this. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, you, you yeah, it's the it's the one they did in 2008. It's Harrison Ford. He's back. He's old. He's <laughs> mad. He's mad that he has to do this movie. <laughs> he's mad that he's old. And Harrison Ford is just mad from all the Star Wars interviews he has to do. That's why they had him kill Han Solo in the first sequel movie. <laughs> See, here's the thing. He wanted Han Solo here's to the die thing back with in Harrison Ford. Um, I want to point. He just out. doesn't understand Star Wars. No, I, I do want to point out about Harrison Ford that he has this reputation of being a grumpy, <laughs> just super grumpy. But that's why I love him. Um, he's not like that. In all his interviews, just, he comes across. That's just that. how he comes across. Yeah. But everyone I've seen talk about Harrison Ford, who actually knows him, like even interviewers, like Conan O'Brien, has it like knows him pretty well, mm-hmm. and says like he's actually a very nice and thoughtful guy. He's not grumpy at all. <laughs> he just comes off as grumpy because that's. You need a soundboard, but. <laughs> Um, we need to talk about what we're drinking. What are we drinking? Uh, I am drinking. I've not been thinking about it. I've just been drinking whatever's in my hand. This is my first time drinking this. <laughs> it's a isolation ale from Odell Brewing. We've had Ooh. Odell a couple times, and I will say it is good. Odell has some good ones. It is yeah. good. Yeah. It's just a. there's not anything special about it. <laughs> it's just it just works nice what type of it's an ale it's an ale that's all yeah. it says it's got like a caramel ale is one of my favorite those are the caramel malt. it's one of my favorite types of beers because it's also i think one of the vaguest types of beers <laughs> yeah what are you drinking an ale an ale <laughs> just ale. that could be in that could taste like anything almost <laughs> like that is very vague <laughs> yeah but it's cool it's like a log cabin out in the woods. It's a nice. It's a nice. Uh, oh, and it is snowing tonight. It is. Yeah, we we have a a white Christmas. Not yet. It's uh, not. Uh, <laughs> not Christmas quite yet. I was gonna say a white odd drunk podcast, but that sounds not right. Well, <laughs> I should. I was trying to make a play on the white Christmas thing, but don't make it. it just don't make, make it a race it just thing. Makes don't me, make it an issue. It makes me sound like I'm just making it a race thing, which now I am. And now I've dug myself in a hole. <laughs> I'm just digging myself deeper. Just edit this out. Just edit it out. It's cool. Um, okay. Anyways, Colton I'm, didn't say anything that was slightly a race thing. Uh, uh, what are you drinking? I'm drinking sake. You can't go wrong with a little yeah. sake. A uh, black and gold sake. Um, <laughs> I don't know anything about sake other than it's fucking delicious. And it's out um, of Japan? No. This no. It's out, <laughs> out of Folsom, California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, Folsom Prison. Of course Blues. it's from California. Um, no, this is, <laughs> this is out of California. Um, <laughs> it was recommended by the guy at the liquor store when I bought it like a week ago. I do um, love sake. I've been getting into it more. I need to get some more, honestly. It's delicious. And it's actually not that expensive. This was not the, this was $15 and this was not the cheapest one. And it's also, yeah. I mean, for everyone listening, it's also a good option if you're trying to like watch your calorie intake while drinking. Yeah. I will say. Yeah, that's what I heard Caleb has been had been doing a lot. Yeah, bit it's good for that. And of beer. a lot of like like Marlowe's, like red wines are good for that. Yeah. Seltzers are good for that. They still bloat you, but 
Yeah. yeah. This doesn't bloat you at all. And uh, here's the thing with sake that's so cool about it. Um, so I was reading, because you can drink sake cold or you can drink it um, hot. Yeah, you can drink it hot like a tea. Um, which is how I prefer it. Yeah. Um, and uh, the cool thing about it is that, you know, when you heat it up, it uh, kind of hides some of the flavors. Yeah. So like really good sakes, you're supposed to drink cold because you want yeah. the flavors. But it means you can buy cheap sake and it still tastes fine if you warm it up. No, exactly. So you can get like the $10 bottle. No, you rather have heat good, up cheap have, sake, I yeah, think. Yeah, have a good time with it still. Yeah, have a good time of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, I haven't even had any of this yet. So I'm going to have my first taste oh, yeah. you got right here new. on set. I mean, the beer was set, new. Set, quote-unquote. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, but... <laughs> I mean, about? it's kind of a living room. <laughs> no. Excuse me. This is the dining area. The dining. Oh, it's not my fault. It's the dining I area. I live in an apartment. <laughs> it's the living room. And the living room and the dining room are just one room. <laughs> <laughs> but I am drinking. Well, I'm about to be drinking. Mm. Whoa. Ooh. Lemon Heart and Sun Rum Purveyors. Purveyors. <laughs> That's the word. I thought you were just mispronouncing something <laughs> accidentally. And no, then I, then I realized you were, well, you no, were just I, being an asshole. No, I mispronounced it <laughs> trying to give it an accent. <laughs> rum purveyors. No, it's a, yes, it's a black and spice rum. Or maybe I just don't understand that word if it's not in an American accent. <laughs> no, but it's a, I just tried a little bit of it because I've been, the only black spice rum I really drink ever is the Kraken. Classic. And I hate to say, this has a bit of a sweeter and more subtle. Well, not subtle in the sense that the flavors, but subtle on the burn. Um, so it's a. It's Kraken's not subtle on the burn. It's a sweet and smooth. <laughs> now, this would be good with eggnog. I'll tell oh, you that. Let me give this a try. I, I've been saying Kraken would be good, which I'll probably still use Kraken because it's cheaper. But that is freaking amazing, in my opinion. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Oh. That's going to be like what I get now. <laughs> where is this from? Yeah, yeah, I didn't see where they were out of. I can't remember. Let's see. Let's see. It's definitely America. Guyana. G-U-Y-A-N-A. Well, it's an American company, at least. Product of G-U-Y-A-N-A. Guyana? Ghana. Ghana? Is that just Ghana? That's Wait. not Ghana. G-U-Y-A-N-A. You said G-U-Y-N-A? A-N-A. I don't know how to pronounce that. Guyana? Guyana. Look it up. <laughs> it's a country in South, um, South America. I figured. It's kind of by Venezuela. Well, it's not, it's not kind of, it's next to Venezuela. That, <laughs> that's very good. That uh, has changed my life. That is good. As far as black spice rum goes, that is. Oh, still feeling warm from it. Yeah. That's just, I, I could sip on that easy. That's, that's, one, of those, just that's one of those bottles of rums you can just like drink in a, in a night like a pirate. Yeah, seriously. That is, that is, you know, how I classify a good rum 
is a rum that just when, drink straight from the when bottle. You drink it. You just want to keep drinking from the bottle and just be a pirate. You don't need anything else. You just, with it. It's a rum that you go like Jack Sparrow would drink this just around the campfire and pass out. I mean, Plantation's probably more close to what he was actually drinking, but possibly. Well, well uh, I would bet Jack Sparrow would be drinking some sort of Jamaican rum. So, <laughs> like Appleton. He's State. an English. He was an English pirate. That is true. But I bet he also wasn't picky. Just any <laughs> rum he could find. Yeah, so. They n- none of them had labels or anything. It's true. It was just vague bottles <laughs> of, filled with rum. I do like bottles of rum that come in very piratey, vague-looking bottles. <laughs> That's why I like uh, one of my, my favorite rum is the Diplomatico Reserva. That one um, and um, Pirate Rum. Pirate is pretty good. But both of those are really good rums that come in very piratey looking bottles. Yeah. And if you stripped off the label, it'd be very vague. Well, I like Plantation because it has like the twine around it. Yeah. That's pretty cool. It's nifty. I was trying to twine. That's the. I was trying to explain the bottle of Plantation rum to a coworker the other night. Some kind of twine. And I was thing. explaining it as a fishnet, but not a fishnet, but it's <laughs> bigger and a diff- and a fibery material. Twine. <laughs> twine. <laughs> uh, but anyways, back to movies. Uh, movies. So Indiana Jones, yeah, that's my order. I feel like you have the same order. That's an easy one. Yeah. So uh, real quick. I do enjoy Temple of Doom. That one is fun. Oh, yeah. What I like about Temple of Doom is it feels like it's just another day in Indiana Jones. Yeah, it's not like versus end of the world Raiders thing, of the Nazis. Lost, yeah, it's just Raiders and Last Crusade. Is just Those are his big stories. And yeah, one thing I, 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 I think is interesting that Indiana Jones, um, uh, a challenge for everyone at home is to watch the Indiana Jones movies, but in the order of Temple of Doom, Raiders, and then Last Crusade. Yeah. Watch it in that order because a lot of people criticize those movies. One of the only criticisms they get because they're amazing movies is that Indiana Jones doesn't really seem to grow a whole lot as a character. Not until Last Crusade, really. But if you watch it in the order... Actually, if you watch it in the order of the flashback at the beginning of Last Crusade, and <laughs> then Temple of Doom, then Raiders, so basically chronologically, yeah, you actually he does go through a character arc. He starts when he's a kid of the whole, that belongs in a museum. And then he is quickly slapped and you know in, in the ass and well and, he was a boy scout yeah you know, he was a boy scout but then he quickly he quickly learns that that's not how you're going to get around in the world so he becomes more cutthroat and that's the indiana jones you see in temple of doom and then it's throughout raiders of the lost ark or throughout temple of doom and then raiders of the lost ark you see him kind of learn to care again and then by the time the uh modern or the up the after the flashback of uh, Last Crusade, of, of Last Crusade, he's oh. back to it belongs in a museum. Let's talk about Kingdom of the Crystal Skull for a moment. Okay. Okay. The first like half hour feels like a pretty good Indiana Jones movie for the most part. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched um, it a few months ago, actually. You do have the whole like when he goes to the nuke town, and he. Jumps and climbs in the fridge to survive the nuke. Yeah, see, that was a little over the top, even for Indiana Jones. Yeah, I think that would have been forgivable. It almost feels like a if parody. They, yeah, that part, that scene would have been forgivable if it was only that scene that was the problem. 
Yeah, people because people point to that scene a lot. That scene seems like a parody of Indiana Jones can survive anything. It's like, yeah. oh, he can even survive a nuke. Yeah, that the people point <laughs> to that scene a lot as like one of the terrible scenes, but I think it's more like that scene is a good representation of the problem of the movie. Of its, like you said, it's it's like a parody. Yeah, is how it's treated. And then you know you have the Soviets. As the villains. They could have been really good villains. I mean, they're no Nazis. No. As far as villains go. Yeah, Nazis are probably in the top five of villains. <laughs> I think I saw this thing that was like, uh, someone was like, if you could describe, you know, <laughs> a series, like a movie in four words, and <laughs> the person got Indiana Jones, they were like, Nazis are the problem. <laughs> <laughs> and that was how they summed up Indiana Jones. See, I'd be thinking of Inglorious Bastards or something. Oh, I love that If movie. I heard Nazis are the problem. Yeah. Um, you scalp some Nazis. No, but... Uh, Nazis. The Soviets, they could have been a good villain, but the Soviets in this were like, they were after knowledge. Not power or anything like that. Well, or it like was... Uh, super weapons or anything like that. Kate Blanchett's character. Yeah. That's and, her name, right? And she... Yeah. Um, Hela. Galadriel. Galad- Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Hela. <laughs> And other I characters. Just questioning myself for a second there, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she uh, they, uh, and the villains—they—they're just like all she wants is like act- she just actually just wants the knowledge from the crystal skull, from the crystal skull, from the aliens. Well, they're Be- interdimensional beings. Yeah, I think they're aliens. They're aliens. They're yeah. gray aliens. I like John Hurt. He was good. Here's my deal. Um, <laughs> he was good. Having. Indiana Jones discover like agent alien technology and whatever that can work, but they were too like with the reveal and everything, it was too outright. It should have been more subtle and more alluded to. Yeah. You know, even and like, even if she grabbed the skull and just got like a flash of an alien, like an image that would be fine. But then having the flying saucer at the end, yeah, the flying saucer and all of that, it that just, took me out of it. It was a little bit too much. And, you know, you could say that the other Indiana Jones movies also have their over-the-top moments. You know. Uh, oh, it just feels so disconnected. The most the most over-the-top being, I think, when in The Last Crusade, when he goes and finds an actual Knights Templar who's survived for 4,000 years. Or not 1,000 years. Yeah, that was pushing <laughs> um, it. It was pushing it, but at, but it didn't feel disconnected from the rest of the story. Well, and because it still had an element of mystery to it. Of whoa. Well, this and is Indiana crazy. Jones has always been about biblical Bi- artifacts, biblical stuff. stuff or stuff in the past. It's not. It's never been sci-fi. It can be, but it has to be more like vague, like more even Lovecraftian. I would say. Yeah, more Lovecraftian like, would be if they were to go sci-fi with it. I think love, love. You're right. Lovecraftian is the better way to go. Like Indiana Jones encounters like an Elder Things civilization or something like city. Yeah. That would be cool. That would be cool. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's you know it's it just felt very. We've never had any of the Jones really go anywhere like cold besides Nepal for like a little bit. Nepal for like a scene. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And Um, then. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'd be interesting if you had him go like the Antarctica or something. No. Um, hear me. So hear me out. What I think they should do with the Indiana Jones franchise. What should they do? 
an animated show. And this isn't an Indiana Jones episode. It could become one. I think they should do an animated TV show. There's uh, this guy on YouTube, and he made what he... That could be cool. He what made what he... Uh, an, he made what he thought would be, in his mind, the intro cinematic to an, an, an animated TV show if they did that. And it's really good looking. And a lot of people, including me, think that... Uh, because, like, Harrison Ford's old, and <laughs> while... They could go the and he route. loves crashing planes. And he loves crashing planes. That's <laughs> not a good combination of like character traits. <laughs> um, you know, there's uh, lo- while I do think they could go the route of doing a James Bond thing, where yeah. they they every three or four movies let a new actor and director take the reins and give it a try. That could be a route if they went all out, like. Total reboot, James Bond style, and then the knowledge that eventually we'd have another actor even. Okay, who who do you think would be a good Indiana Jones? Chris Pratt. He's the obvious one. Yeah. But what about the guy, I forget his name, that played Harrison Ford? I mean, Han Solo. I think he would do a good job. Um, he... I thought did a very good job because he was good on like the Harrison Ford mannerisms. Well, he, and stuff. yeah. So I th- I he I think he'd be a good choice and. He did a very good job as Han Solo, but I would say, here's what I'll say about Indiana Jones, and I think this is in favor of him, of your idea of him playing it. Um, Alden. Han Solo is more Harrison Ford than Indiana Jones is. That is true, yeah. Yeah. And they're both. Han Solo's basically just Harrison Ford. They're just, both Harrison Ford, but at least Indiana Jones, he does seem to be. He playing does a feel little, more distinct. Yeah, yeah. He, he is playing a little bit more of a character. But yeah, it's Alden Ehrenreich. I thought he did a good job as Han Solo, despite the only problem being Han Solo is the quintessential Harrison Ford, just being Harrison Ford. Yeah. That I still had to remind. Also, I still have to remind myself that it's. It was a fun movie, but I will never watch it again. I've watched it a couple times. It's fun. It's. It's very mindless. Yeah, it's just a nothing movie. Yeah, it has some good references, some good action scenes. I enjoyed it. I still enjoy it, but it is very mindless. But I think it kind of answered a question to what people want to see in Star Wars. Yeah. We want to see Mandalorians, (laughs) Jedi, and... Have John Favreau and Dave Filoni behind you. Have John Favreau and Dave Filoni. I was going to make a crude joke. I think. But I'm glad you stopped me. I think what Mandalorian has um, shown. Slave Leia. It's Slave Leia. (laughs) Um, What Mandalorian, I think, has shown that what the Star Wars fans want is they want directors and writers who seem to understand Star Wars more. So Ryan Johnson and J.J. Abrams don't seem to understand Star Wars in the way that Dave Filoni does. Um, yeah. The la- um, the f- first several episodes... Well, Ryan Johnson had the whole idea, oh, I'm just going to do whatever with this. Yeah. Well, I think... And also, I think it was just... I think it was like the second episode of season two of Mandalorian, and maybe even the third episode, was directed by this woman. I don't remember her name, but there's been like people online saying we should give her... Bryce a- Dallas Howard. Yeah. Um, and she did a few. She, did, she should. Um, she should be. They should give her a Star Wars movie because she did she, the one with Bo Katan in it too. Yeah, she did that one. And a lot of fans are saying like they should give her a Star Wars movie because she seems to understand Star Wars. And then you have J.J. Abrams. He definitely seems to like and care about Star Wars. Yeah, but he doesn't understand it. That's that's the difference between J.J. Abrams and Brian Johnson. 
Ryan Johnson, I don't think even cares about Star Wars. He just cares about filmmaking. Yeah. And objectively, if you, outside of the context of the rest of Star Wars movies, I actually think Last Jedi is a very well-made movie. I'm going to say this. I, I never thought I would have said this, but Last Jedi is best of the best of the sequel trilogy. I agree. Seriously. It, t- it takes some steps, and also, out, again, outside of the context of Star Wars even in general, I think it's actually a very well-made movie, very well done. It felt, it did feel like a fan-made movie. Yeah, it just does it in the context of being part of the trilogy and everything. It didn't work. Um, Yeah. And I can't believe we haven't talked about this, but uh, major spoilers for Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Freaking Boba Fett's back. Fucking Boba Fett. Like, officially back. He's got his armor. That was so awesome. The knee rockets. The knee rockets. (sighs) And before he had the armor, when he was killing the guys with the... Oh, the, the Sand the, People Club yeah, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what they're called, but it's a Tusken Raider thing. Yeah. Well, he was that he was using Tusken Raider gear. He had like their slug thrower, oh, yeah. and he had um. It makes sense because he was hanging out on Tatooine for like he was five, like hiding for, out like the, a while. So I think he was hiding out the Tusken Raiders. It was kind of alluded to that. Um, but yeah, yeah. amazing. Oh, that was so. And then <laughs> you I, have the Dark Troopers swoop in to take oh, Baby Yoda. I mean, Dark Troopers. Spoiler alert. If you have not seen Mandalorian yet and you listen to our podcast, um, pause, watch everything you haven't seen. Yeah. To listen to this podcast. Including the episode that comes out on Friday, which is when this episode will probably come out. In order to listen to this podcast, you have to be up to date with Star Wars because we will spoil things for you on a regular basis. Three, two, one. Grogu Grogu. is Baby Yoda's name. He was a Padawan. In the Jedi Academy. Yeah. In Coruscant. Yeah. Which means he could have been killed by Anakin. But he didn't. But he didn't. He got away <laughs> somehow. Well, he's small. I think people are asking, like, who took, who saved him from the temple? I think he just has. Also, I think is Yoda more, his dad? I don't know. That's Because they question. did allow that with certain species if they had, yeah. if they were, like, going extinct like, or something. Like um, Mundi. Which is a terrible person in Jedi. Oh, Kiati Mundi was an. I've awful. read up on him. <laughs> he was a, he was you know the the whole part of being a Jedi where you detach yourself from, uh, you know, uh, from emotions and. He was yeah. the epitome of how that could be bad. <laughs> yeah, but anyways, <laughs> um, Grogu gets taken by dark troopers, and it looks yeah, like I'm from, gonna get real nerdy on from you. the Dark Forces novels. It looks like they're phase two dark troopers because they're fully robots. They're droids. Um. And, but they're basically evil Iron Mans. Yeah. Like, and yeah, John Favreau, I mean, he obviously influenced that. They're pretty tough. Um, and they just flew in and grabbed Baby Yoda. I mean, Grogu. I'm still calling him Baby Yoda, just naturally. But they grabbed Grogu, and Grogu's in a bad spot right now. So what, one thing I noticed, um, it was from He's the... He's on the Star Cruiser. It's a cruiser, isn't it? Yeah, it was not, it's not a Star Destroyer. Um, I think Boba Fett refers to it as an Imperial cruiser. Yeah. Um, I, I just tomorrow Morrison. It's amazing. I, I missed him. Yeah. <laughs> I loved him. And he says I the s- same thing that Django said, basically oh. he said, I'm just a simple man making my way through the galaxy. Yeah. <laughs> like father, like son. Yeah. They did change some of the canon. On Boba Fett and they, Jango Fett. Well, they did it in a good way. But yeah, Jango Fett was a Mandalorian. Yeah, he fought even in the Mandalorian Civil Wars, and which everything. wasn't canon until just now. Yeah, well, it was like they—that was part of Legends, 
and then it was implied in in the Disney canon. I feel I felt like it was always implied that that was not canon anymore. That that was not the case. Yeah. But this is them saying actually, yeah, that yeah, we are sticking with that. And when Boba shows his like codex, like with all the previous owners of the armor, you have it going way back before Jingle. And also, yeah. this changes something. Boba has the same armor as Jingo. Yeah, that that is the actual. That's one of the things that they and it hel- was, it the was, whole thing. The it, helmet, that was everything. not even in Legends. Yeah, even in Legends, Boba Fett's armor was different armor. I always thought it made sense. Jango Fett had like plastoid armor, See, and then Boba Fett had like. I don't know steel. why they ever did that because it. I think it makes sense. Not only it's easier, but it also makes sense thematically that Boba would wear his father's armor after he was killed. Yeah. And his helmet and everything. I mean, it just makes sense. It's just repainted. One thing. What's before, the big deal? One thing I want to mention about one of the more recent episodes. It's the episode with uh, Ahsoka. Yes. Um, did you notice that the 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 uh, the lady that Ahsoka duels, the magistrate. Yeah. Um. She had she had two HK droids. Yeah. Yeah. So when I saw that, I was watching with Nicole, and I saw that, and I was, and she's like, she, they were like, she has two HK droids, and I was like, oh shit. I really hope that's gonna be a cool showdown between Mando and these HK droids, because if you know from Legends and like Kotor, <laughs> and he just he HK just droids him. are like badass assassin droids, and they just go down like chumps. Yeah, and that really disappointed me. <laughs> I was hoping <laughs> they'd be a little bit more of a threat. Well, they might have been like a. Yeah, I mean... Earlier phase or something. Yeah. Or but a later um, phase. HK droids are like old Republic Like era. a crappy later phase. Yeah. Like the iPhone 11 or something. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Enough of Star Wars. Enough of Star Wars. So, you know, we're already... Uh, we've we've 30, already been talking vaguely minutes, about movies. 30 minutes since episode. I just want to say what this me- episode is specifically supposed to be about. <laughs> Our idea was that we talk about a, guys, we talk about movies. Guys, we accidentally deleted like the actually good episode. Yeah, we actually did accidentally delete just, an episode. This is kind of just a nothing episode. <laughs> but I hope you enjoy it. Yes. Can you um, hear me when I'm whispering? We will in the edit. Oh, I can absolutely hear you. It's actually. No, can they hear me? Ask, uh, ask them. Can you hear him? I don't hear anything. A back. couple. A couple people nodded. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> But We're slowly act- going crazy. The actual idea of this episode was that we talk about movies that we like that wouldn't require a whole episode to talk about. Um, I have one. Which so far we failed on because we've been talking about Star Wars and Indiana Jones, which both can get their own episodes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Well, okay, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull won't. I'll tell you that yeah, much. That's true. <laughs> can I get another sip of that? Yeah. Um... I have a movie that I recently watched. Try to get a picture of this. I watched it with my mom. Okay, she actually recommended it to me. It's with Tom Cruise, and I know what you think about Tom Cruise. I like Tom Cruise. He's weird, but I like him. He's very weird. I like him as an actor. His Scientology stuff. I have a Tom Cruise movie on my list of movies I came. Oh, really? Awesome. Okay, so the one I have is a recent one. I think it came out twenty seventeen, eighteen. Okay, around that era, the before times. (laughs) I've never heard of that. No, I I reference anything before 2020. Oh, the, the before, before times. Okay. <laughs> also, before, before before you say what the movie is, before I, the dark I did times. have an idea. So one of the TV it's not Mission Impossible. One of the movies they announced was Star Wars Rogue Squadron. Yeah, it's like a jet fighter movie, um, but Star Wars. I hope that's like Top Gun, but Star Wars. <laughs> and it's uh, Pat Jenkins. 
Nice. Or not, uh, what's her name? She did Wonder Woman. Oh. And the new Wonder Woman. Yeah. It's coming out on Christmas. And if yeah. you have HBO Max, you get it. Nice. Which is cool. Anyway, Tom Cruise, what were you saying? So uh, I recently watched this movie called American Made. It's about late 70s, early 80s, the whole Iran-Contra Iran thing, the Cold War, like oh. all that stuff. Yeah. And he's like just – he's a really good pilot. He's just an airline pilot. But the CIA, um, they basically coerce him as the CIA does. <laughs> and hopefully if there's not an episode after this one – I mean, the you CAA know. doesn't do anything illegal or sketchy ever. They don't do anything. They are, I have my full trust in the <laughs> CIA, just in case they're listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, yeah, he's a pilot that gets hired by the CIA to um, become a spy plane runner over, like, Argentina, Nicaragua. Oh, that's Columbia, cool. That area. And first, they just tell him to just take pictures. Of, like, their encampments and everything, their bases. And then it just keeps on escalating, okay? <laughs> they're like, then well, if you were willing to do that, He's just taking pictures. And then they're like, oh, we'll give you your own hangar, your own airplane, and a thousand acres of land, although cheap land in Arkansas. <laughs> um, I, I forget what town it is, but it's in Arkansas. But, um, uh, but they're like, but you have to deliver weapons to the Iran Congress. So the moral of the story is that if you know someone who has vast acres of land um, for no apparent reason, they're probably running guns for the CIA. <laughs> yeah. And then it becomes another <laughs> thing. He gets involved with the cartel and stuff in Nicaragua. Oh. And then he starts running drugs and guns. <laughs> and he's making millions of dollars. He's making a killing. And then it escalates to where... <laughs> He has this whole, basically, he has his own private air force that's running drugs and guns. Damn. But the CIA doesn't know about the drugs. Oh, they only And then know other the guys guns. don't know about the CIA stuff. Uh. <laughs> but he eventually gets arrested. But then the CIA, well, actually, um, Bill Clinton releases him. Good old, good old Bill. <laughs> when he was governor of Arkansas. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, it just keeps on escalating. And it gets bigger and bigger, and he has like he ends up having a big mansion and everything, and he's doing really well on it. But I was like, I knew the whole time. I was like, yeah, they're gonna screw him over and probably end up killing him. That seems to be the story of a lot of the moral, like the ending of a lot of those uh, CIA person yeah. working for the CIA um, movies. And it so like his wife's cousin or brother, I forgot what he was. He's like this red, just a normal Florida guy. Mm-hmm. He's just a Florida man type guy. <laughs> oh, that doesn't sound. <laughs> he normal gets at involved all. in on it. <laughs> well, he's normal for a Florida man. So he's like a, <laughs> you know, weird <laughs> on a Georgia level. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but um, he gets involved and he wants to start making money from it. But he has Tom Cruise's character, and it's a real. It's based off a real story, real guy, and everything. Yeah, I forget his name, but. He, they have so much money, but they can't have bank accounts. <laughs> they have to have the actual cash. Oh, that sounds and awful. their house that is seems... literally flooding with cash. Like, they'll be opening cabinets and it's just piles of cash. They just don't know where to put it. Like, yeah, they have so much money. It is insane. They end up getting their own private bank vault. I, had a, I knew a guy when I was growing up, <coughs> and I won't say his name on this, 
that uh, me and my friends um, always joked about his dad being involved in the cartel because <laughs> because he would always like have like just cash yeah for everything wow um his dad got arrested for like drugs oh wow of course <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you see that much cash laying around it's it's probably something yeah. involved with drugs <laughs> but um but this guy he ends up just grabbing a bunch of cash. He was like, Oh, you, you just have so much. And he just like bought his car and like stuff. And, <laughs> and he was like, okay, don't do that again. Here's more cash. Shut up. <laughs> That'd be so weird. But, um, if you had to pay for everything in cash nowadays. Yeah. And then, but then this guy is like, cause I bet like, say you want to order something online, you'd have to go to the store and buy a prepaid credit card. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, this was the, Early 80s. But even nowadays, though. like. But the 80s, weird. like, credit cards were starting. Like, it was a thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And then this guy, basically, he threatens to come out and, like, reveal all the information if he doesn't set him up. Ah. And, and then Tom Cruise tells him, okay, leave the country. I'm going to give you plenty of money to, like, live your life for a few years and just shut up. And then, so he drives off. He's like, okay. And he's like, I have a passport. I have everything set up. Don't worry about it. Well, anyways, he drives off and his car explodes. Keep talking. I'm going to get another drink. Okay. <laughs> well, you, you can have some of my drinks too if you want. I'll get them to that later. But anyways, they blow up. the. It's revealed that the CIA blew up, blew him up as he was driving off. Oh. Because they, they thought he was going to reveal information about the operation. Of course. Fucking CIA um, blowing up. Yeah, just take the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, just take not, the whole bottle. I'm not making a drink and bringing the drink back to my seat. No. I'm bringing all the stuff to make a drink while I'm <laughs> sitting back to my seat. I got some. Uh, I got some. Um, some Arnold Palmer here. Oh, nice. Um, and some tequila. There you go. But yeah, it's a good movie. I recommend it. It's called American Made. Um, I won't say everything about it I'm but write, um, i'm gonna write that down that sounds like a yeah american made it's one of tom cruise's like better new ones that sounds cool because he was in the mummy oh, don't <laughs> don't bring up those memories i do want to catch up on mission impossible though um i heard the, the last one, few were pretty the new good. the newest one is pretty good i like fallout it. yeah henry cavill yeah yeah that was good i didn't watch the one before that and that's why he had so the th- so they did one, two, and three, and then the the one where the agency like falls apart or something. Yeah. And then there was one after that, and then the new one. Is that Ghost Protocol? Ghost Protocol. And then there was one after Ghost Protocol, right? And that's where he has to climb the Tower of Dubai for yeah. reasons. But then there was one after Ghost Ghost Protocol that was not the newest one, wasn't there? Yeah. And, and then there was Fallout. And I, I think. didn't see that one before Fallout. But no, I respect all the stunts. Like, and I oh. respect Tom Cruise for like wanting to do his own stunts and he's everything. Insane, also, he's, he's insane. I love that he does that. Like, yeah. he's almost sixty, and he looks maybe mid forties. Yeah, there's a scene in the new movie where he's hanging onto the side of a fucking airplane. Yeah, and he is doing that. Yeah, like <laughs> apparent, apparently, like in the I've seen interviews with like uh, Simon Pegg because mm-hmm. he's in all those movies, and Simon Pegg. I love that. And Simon Pegg w- uh, talks about just how like. Yo, they're like, oh yeah, we can get a stunt guy for doing this. And Tom Cruise is like, no, I got this. <laughs> and he's just like, he's insane. Stunt. He's an insane. He did, man. he did like his his own stunt driving too, and like he he didn't just do stunts, but he learned skills. Yeah. Um, 
And outside of his, I mean, Tom Cruise just does that in general. Um, I don't remember what movie it is, but there's a movie where he plays like a bartender. And one of those like bartenders where he like does all the cool tricks while he's making drinks. Okay. And he learned to do all of that for the of movie. Of course. And because Tom Cruise is like left-handed, but his character was right-handed. So he learned to do it right-handed. Of course he did. Because of course he fucking did. Because it's Tom <laughs> Cruise. Because yeah, it's ridiculous. That weirdo. But I, I, uh, I love that he exists. Have you seen like, they never show like exactly the front of his face in many shots. No, I've never Unless they like fix it. I've not noticed that because he has um, his front two front teeth are misaligned, and basically he has a tooth that's directly <laughs> below has, his nose. Yes, a middle <laughs> it's tooth. like right in the center. That's great. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and oh. it's the type of thing he could have got fixed. I think with his money at the dentist. Well, I remember but he just I th- hasn't. I want to say it was Steve Buscemi. I think he's embraced um, it. Steve Buscemi has said because he's known for he has kind of fucked up teeth. Um, to say the least. <laughs> to yes. say the least. And I think I saw something where someone asked him, like, why he, why has he not ever had them fixed? Because he's successful enough that he has the money to do that. Yeah. And he's like, I would never get a role again in my life. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same reason Freddie Mercury never got his teeth fixed. He was afraid it was going to mess up his singing. Yeah, yeah, and it could, actually. Technically, yeah. it could mess up his range. Yeah. So I've got another Tom Cruise movie on yeah, here. Yeah, tell me about your Tom Cruise movie. We mentioned it earlier when we were chatting. Also, fun fact. No, that's the news. We gotta have another we gotta have another jingle for the fun fact. Well, we have a we have to have an actual jingle for that. We'll, we'll make up we'll find a jingle for that. <laughs> no, that's not his real name. That is not his real name. What? Did they take it off? <laughs> Means Thomas Cruz Mapifer the Fourth. What? But I know it was something else. I know it was something else. Oh. It was even weirder than that. No, no real celebrity name will ever trip me out more than like. <laughs> oh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton's Michael Douglas is actually Michael Douglas. That weirds he, me out so he much. He changed his stage name to Michael Keaton because Michael Douglas was yeah. already around. Did you know? That there is another. I mean, that's good marketing. Did you? So like, I, you know. But for, it destroyed me. So for people at home, you know, we play. I'm like, I we, love the Batman. <laughs> I love uh, the Michael Douglas version of Batman. Michael it Douglas. just doesn't sound right. So for people at home, me and Jackson played music and we've played in many bands. Yes. I like to play bluegrass. I've been in, I've played with bluegrass bands before. Um, and my full name is Colton Crawford. There is a bluegrass musician in a very successful band named Colton Crawford. And I'm very upset by that. <laughs> really? Yeah, and there's a band called the Dead South. And the their Dead banjo South. player is named Colton Crawford. Oh, and wow. he also has a kind of shitty beard and <laughs> is super skinny. He's he's a ginger, not blonde. So there's the difference. But other than that, it's <laughs> like Yeah. Anyway, I've got I've got a Tom Cruise movie here. Also fun another fun fact about Tom Cruise. Oh, yes. He was born July the third, nineteen sixty two. One day before born on fourth of July. Ah. That would have been just perfect. But <laughs> Yeah, especially with like his history with like Top Gun and a few good men. Well born of on the fourth of July, the movie. Oh right, yeah. <laughs> Forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, 
we mentioned it earlier when we were chatting. Uh, I I really really love the Last Samurai. That that's actually like an amazing movie. It's seriously, like a really good movie. Yeah, I think it's one of Tom Cruise's best. Um, and I it's one of those movies where when I see it like it comes on Netflix, I'm like, yes, I know what I'm watching now. Yeah, <laughs> I know what I'm doing for the rest of my evening. <laughs> there are several movies like that. It's never one that you. At least for me, it's not one I choose to watch necessarily all the time. If I see it, I'll try to find something else. I will choose to watch it. Because I've seen it so many times. But if it's on... Yeah. That's the better way to say it. Like, I will choose to watch it, but I think it's it's just one of those movies where when it's on TV... Yeah. You're like, I know what I'm doing the rest of my life. The rest of my night. (laughs) The rest of my life. (laughs) Uh, Another movie like that where I don't watch it all the time, but when it's on TV is Gladiator. Russell Russell Crowe. Yeah. When that's on TV, that's my night. Yeah. Ru- some Russell Crowe's m- my night. <laughs> He's your knight in shining, shining armor. <laughs> He's going to show up. You're going to be at the bar one night. <laughs> Drunk and, Russell Crowe. you're going to need And you're gonna, someone's going to be giving you a hard time. You're like, I need help. I need my knight in shining armor. And Russell Crowe will come in and punch you in the face. Punch me in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll leave. Well, because no, his job is dr- done. Well, it's drunk Russell Crowe. He's already drunk. Yeah, he's already drunk. And he's drunk. Well, well by the time he manifests. Well, yeah, yeah, he manifests. He's already drunk. He punches, like you see him, you're he sitting. He punches at the bar. you in the face. But here's how he's your savior. There is by Russell Crowe showing up and punching you in the face. It amazes everyone else who is at the bar, so they no longer are interested in beating you up. <laughs> <laughs> well, and this is how it happens too. You're at the bar and it's super crowded, but there's one empty seat. There always is. Oh yeah. Even if it's super crowded. If you have the drunk Russell Crowe curse or enchantment, I should say. <laughs> enchantment. Uh, <laughs> if you have that, there's always one empty seat. And if you're about if something bad's going to happen, well, something worse is going to happen. That's just making me think that Drunk Russell Crowe is going to fade in. He's going to manifest on that seat. That's just making me think that the next like D&D or straight to VHS game that I run. Should... I'm going to be Drunk Russell Crowe. Well, there should <laughs> that be a great character. <laughs> I would love that. <laughs> but I have to really um, nail my But you should accent. have like a, a weapon, like a sword that has an enchantment on it. <laughs> called the drunk Russell Crowe enchantments. <laughs> and what it does is when you hit someone... Has a 10% chance of spawning. <laughs> yeah, when you hit someone, you, you roll a, a D10, <laughs> and if it rolls a 10, then drunk Russell Crowe runs in and punches the guy in the face <laughs> and runs off. <laughs> that sounds... That's, that, that would be great. Yeah, he's one of my favorite human beings. I love him. You know a good movie I saw? But, uh, more about uh, American Samurai. Or <laughs> Last Samurai. He is American. He is American Samurai. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a weird like Western anime that they would put on Netflix. Like straight to Netflix type of thing. Yeah. American, American Samurai. Samurai. And it would be like a Puerto Rican dude. And it would, because they're trying to be inclusive. For no other reason. As much yeah. as I think a Puerto Rican dude would be a cool samurai i the reason netflix is doing it is to be inclusive and it would be like vaguely ripping off cowboy bebop yeah yeah and it would be like 
every time someone calls him Mexican, he slices their head off. <laughs> no, I'm the American samurai. Rip the last samurai. You know, my favorite part of that movie, though, is not Tom Cruise, even though he's very good in it. My favorite guy in the movie is the main, like, Japanese guy, the samurai. Uh, Kent, Ken Watanabe? Is that his name? I think. I don't know, but he's awesome. Up. I love that actor and everything he's in. Because <laughs> he's just like... Well, he's also the Let Them Fight guy. He's in... Yeah. Oh, right. All the Godzilla... The new Godzilla movies. He is. Um, he's in that. He was in Pirates of the Caribbean as the... Uh, one the, of the Singapore pirate? Yeah, the Singapore pirate. Um, <coughs> he's, he's just one of those actors where every time I see him, I'm just, it makes me very happy. His, he's just very likable. No, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, Ken Watanabe. And they have that dude from, that British dude from Harry Potter. He was. That's not helpful. <laughs> The British dude from Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> almost the entire cast. Was it Neville? <laughs> Neville Longbottom. Um, he chopped the snake's head off. Peter Pettigrew is the character's name. I don't know the actor's name. That um, British dude in Harry Potter. As in every dude in Harry Potter. <laughs> because it is strictly takes place in uh, England. T- Timothy Spall. Timothy Spall. Is the actor's name. I, I do not recall that. Oh, name. and Billy Connolly or Connolly is in Billy it. Connolly. Billy Connolly. He's the oh, other. Connolly. So if you remember in the movie, there's the other uh, uh, general. He's the Scottish guy who's helping Tom Cruise. Yeah. And like, so he's good in it. I like him a lot. William Connolly. Billy Connolly. Sir, he's a sir. Is he a sir? By the way, I just wanted to say that. Oh, he is. He is known yeah. as the Big Yen. I <laughs> the big one. Uh, big Yen. Yeah. I imagine the Yin is like just like why I am being just like Wikipedia's best attempt at translating <laughs> Scottish slang into <laughs> letters. Yeah. Because <laughs> Scottish slang isn't letters. I like Billy Connolly a lot. He's really fun. Yeah, he's good. Um, but you know that movie is not, it's not so it's not actually as inaccurate historically as I some like people the would scene make it where to Tom Cruise takes down all the the other samurai by himself when he's in the like street like the bad ones like yeah when he's in the street and they like ambush him and he like he's unarmed yeah but then he oh, like yeah. he parries them and grabs one of their katanas. And, like, I love that scene because he like when they all surround, and also they all surround him. And they they really a, try hard to make hide the fact that he's only like five six. <laughs> yeah, they really do. Because <laughs> Tom Cruise is a short man. I just want to say that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that scene's cool because like they surround him and there's a shot where before the fight starts where it kind of just shows him shit them shifting their feet around and like getting ready to attack you know what you know what's funny and it's cool because it shows and i saw this video of um a modern day uh i guess the close thing to a modern day samurai but uh you know how the japanese have their uh one thing that i'm jealous of the japanese for that europeans didn't do is there is a direct lineage 
of martial arts of a master teaching a student and so on yeah. all the way to the modern day. Yeah. So it's one of these guys who like there he's part of that lineage. And he was talking it was a video of him talking about that movie. He said that movie that scene is really good because it shows before the fight starts them kind of shifting their feet around and listening to what the and paying attention to what the other guy is doing. No, yeah, exactly. And it's very very good. Anticipating your enemy. Yeah. yeah. I love that scene. Also, also, I just want to say, you know what the, like, physically the best things to have if you want to be an actor? Long hair? No. Because I, mean, I was going to say Tom Cruise looks very good but in that movie. But generally, to have a good screen presence, you want a big head, mm-hmm. and then that's... That's it. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a big head, they can make you look taller. So you're saying I would do very well in Hollywood. I think we both would. We both have I mean, big heads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, very well if we were talented at Hey, don't acting. don't don't sell us short. You remember that episode? <laughs> I, I do. Do For you, reasons. Can you believe that before I moved before when I was in my senior year of high school, I was considering going to film school? <laughs> As like a Director. Like, like, as seriously, I wanted to go to film school. Yeah. Maybe you should have. Nowadays, I look back and then be like, I was stupid. Well, maybe you're in the wrong timeline. Maybe. This is the timeline where it was. Honestly, I think 2020 is like when we entered the wrong timeline. Or at least another wrong timeline. It's the evidence that we were in the wrong timeline. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Nowadays, well, this is the timeline where not just I didn't go to film school. This is the timeline where it was probably a good idea I didn't go to film school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, exactly. Because I would, I would be working in a Baskin-Robbins or something right now. <laughs> and and now, there's nothing wrong with that. And there's nothing wrong with that. Now I'm working at an ice rink, <laughs> which is not objectively better, but I enjoy it more than for them food service. So <laughs> that's, a, that's a plus. Yeah, <laughs> and I hate to say it's really sad right now with COVID that restaurants and any kind of food service thing is really, really taking a hard hit. I'm thankful to have with a job. No dine-in or like, anything? At all. Yeah, exactly. I, I work, Same. I work for the Parks and Rec Department. Yeah. And as soon as we go into some sort of shutdown, like a stay-at-home order, every Parks and Rec facility closes, which means I don't have no job. Yeah. That hasn't happened yet somehow. I have no Yeah, that's idea. good. But uh, I this morning, though... Be, I I, I uh, was driving my girlfriend to work, and we stopped at like a stop sign. And I looked up in front of me. There's a tow truck, and on top of it was the Zamboni from the ice rink that I work <laughs> at. And I'm like, hey, I know that. And I texted my boss and you know asked him what's up. And but I thought that was kind of funny. Where I'm just like, it's it needs repairs. I have another movie that I kind of want to talk about, and it could warranted its its own episode but i just want to briefly mention it at least let's talk about it then scott pilgrim versus the world oh i, f- I can always watch that movie that and is it, a movie i always for- my girlfriend always wants to watch it but i will watch it it's that is a movie i always forget exists it's a cult classic i forget that movie exists until i see it on netflix and i'm like yes I'm it's watching a late 2000s cult classic it's i think so it came good. out in 2009 it's got brendan ralph brie larson people that are like well, Brendan Ralph is okay right now, but Brie Larson's big star. You have um, 2010. You're super Michael close. Sarah. You have Jason Schwartzman. 
Yes, which I kind of like him, but I also hate him in a lot of the stuff he's in. He's very good at playing a douche. He's yeah, exactly. I like him as an actor. I like him when he's playing a douche and not trying to play a genuine guy. It's got uh, Chris Evans. Chris Evans, yes. <laughs> Aubrey Plaza. Aubrey, Pl- it's I got love, some big stars. I in love it. her character in the movie because she's the character who she has no actual role in the movie no. other than to slide in. I mean, like quite literally. And slide, then they bleep her out all the time. Slide into a scene and just just rant and tell off Scott Pilgrim. And they always bleep her about out. About how much of an idiot he is. And then she slides and out. And I love how they always bleep her out. Yeah, and then there's <laughs> even a point in the movie where he's like, how are you doing that? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. No, I, yeah, I love that whole movie. It just works. I love the music in it and everything. I love all the fight scenes. It's fun. Uh, it's got great humor. I, yeah, it's one of those that's, movies. I can always go to that movie when it's on Netflix. That's one of those movies where, like, I know it's a it's a cult classic now. It's right? got the. It didn't do super well when it came out. No, I remember. Um, and that's one of those movies where I'm like, how did it not oh, do? Also, well? that's an Edgar Wright film. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I love. It has Edgar the Wright. same kind of energy as a lot of his films. I can see that. Yeah, that um, that's one of the movies though where I go like, why have not more many like forget- more people seen this? It's so good. Yeah, and I love all the the video game aspects and everything. And I have read some of the original uh, graphic novels. I've not, but uh, they're pretty good. And they came out with a game around the same time. Maybe a, oh, I, think I know the game. It came yeah. out a couple years after it. I think it's D-less. No, you can't play it. But anymore. the game, yeah, I can't find it anywhere. I think it might. I have it downloaded on my PS3. If you well, it's it's if you still own it, you can still download it. Yeah, but I haven't seen. You can't buy they it have anymore. to re-release it or something. Because that was a good game. It was a really awesome yeah. beat 'em up. It's uh, really good side scroller. Like a Streets of Rage style beat 'em up game. Yeah. But it had like the same art style as the graphic novels. Yeah, that's what I, I liked. That. No, it was a lot of fun, and it, it it actually was like a good game. It was one of the better like movie like oh, it was, it was fun. It was just some some of those some games like. Like our I mean, I guess it wasn't really a tie into the movie, but it no, basically it, is. Yeah, it came out because of the movie. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't a movie tie in, but it came out because of the movie. Oh, yeah. Um, and um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Ramona Flowers. Uh, oh, yeah. She was recent. She's been in some good movies. Uh, one of them, and I want to talk about this, and these definitely could make their own episode again. 10 Cloverfield Lane. Have you seen that with John Goodman? No. And uh, I have not seen any of those movies okay the first cloverfield yeah it's good for what it is it's a found footage monster movie but 10 cloverfield lane that one takes it to a whole new level yeah it's a kind of cabin fever kind of i heard it was good yeah they're in a bunker and we don't really know if there's actually something happening in the outside world but john goodman says there is Uh, and and then she thinks just and i always listen to john and i love john goodman (laughs) And when he says something's happening, I believe him. But it's, it's John Goodman. her, John Goodman, and this other guy. <laughs> it's just three people. It's a very like bottle episode movie, but it is amazing. I love that movie. I'm gonna have to watch it again, honestly. Um, and yeah, it's if a Mary, you do, I'll watch it with you. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. She does great in it, and it. So so Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Um, I'm looking at her IMDb, and she was in Birds of Prey. She was in Birds of Prey. Harley Quinn. Um, she was in several of the Die Hard movies. Yeah, she which, was. Um, teaser for our upcoming Christmas movie. Our, 
episode. Oh, you're going to tease it already? We're going to tease it. Um, we're doing a Die Hard commentary. We're going to come and, yeah. It's just the same thing. So with basically, we're going to get drunk. And watch Die Hard. Watch Die Hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, if you think that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie, um, you're wrong and you can go to hell. <laughs> um, not that we believe in hell. Because we would be there if... Well, that's the <laughs> Christmas spirit. Go to hell. Go to hell. <laughs> or watch Die Hard. Or watch Die Hard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but no, she's in good stuff. But yeah, 10 Cloverfield Lane, I definitely recommend it since you haven't seen it. I she, recommend it to anyone. She was in... Uh, I'm looking through her IMDb. She's um, been in a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. I was just I, I was She's just never seeing, had like a ginormous role she's but one she's, of those actresses where like i i she's I, a working actress she's in a lot of stuff but i always forget what she's in yeah so i'm looking at i need to be um a movie i do want to talk about that i came up on here is a swiss army man i've actually never seen that that is a really good movie it looks really weird it is really weird but it looks really <laughs> funny it is weird um <laughs> There's not like a ton to say on it, but it's this is just if anything just so a, that's Daniel Radcliffe and um yeah he was he was in L.A. Noir oh he's gonna be the Riddler in the new Batman movie I don't remember the guy's name Oh, uh, but he's really good <laughs> I'll look it up um, I'm always looking this shit up um but yeah that th- this is if anything just Paul a, Dano Paul Dano Ardano. is he gonna be Riddler. He is going to be, he's the Riddler in the oh, Batman movie. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. That's a great casting. And he was in L.A. Noir. He did the face capture for mm-hmm. the main character. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that movie is, if this is, if anything, just a recommendation for a, a really good kind of indie film to watch. Uh, and it's, it is weird. So the whole premise is that, uh, you know, uh, Paul Dano, his character, he just, he finds a dead body in the woods and it's Daniel Radcliffe. So isn't it like castaway kind of, it's kind of, but then the dead body he uses. Yeah. So it's kind of castaway except for, uh, if you don't mind a spoiler, just say it. Um, he's not actually stranded in the woods. He's just, oh. in, he's just in the woods, but he's like a walking distance from like civilization. Oh, wow. Type of thing. Major spoiler alert. In, yeah. By the way, for <laughs> anyone that's, if I'm remembering movie, it correctly, including me, it's been a few years since I've seen it. Um, so he finds a dead body in the woods, but he finds his dead body and it's sentient, still kind of alive, but still dead. So it can talk. Wait, wait, wait. Can we stop a second? Yeah. I looked up Riddler actor and Paul Dano. He's obviously the most recent one or he will be. But obviously yeah. you have Jim Carrey. You have the guy that was in Gotham. I didn't really watch that. I didn't either. No. You have the I original, heard it was good though. You have Frank uh, Gorshin. From the original series. Oh, with like the question marks on his like, spandex. Yeah. yeah. And then that would be a good Halloween costume. The next one it has the next one it has on here is Evan Stone from Batman XXX. As in the porn parody. Oh geez, really? Yeah. Forgive that noise in the background. Yeah. There's some water boiling. <laughs> it's this really cool thing we got. It's an electric water kettle. And uh, it uh, it boils water in like two minutes. That's awesome. It's really good. You probably won't even pick up in these microphones. Oh, don't worry about it. Um, also, we are um, planning on getting a little makeshift studio set up. 
Yeah, for uh, next, so next year. You should, ex- yeah, for next year, expect cleaner audio and you know um, and whatnot. I know we're jumping th- movie to movie real quick. We're just right jumping now. to movie to movie. Um, but it's you whatever. know, you were talking about Riddler actors, and I had to look up because uh, I was curious who played the Riddle- Riddler in the Lego Batman movie. And oh, it, who was it? It was Conan O'Brien. <laughs> Conan. <laughs> He would um, honestly make a good Riddler he if he would. was, like, an actor. Honestly, this entire cast is the best Batman cast in the world. <laughs> so it's Will Warner as Batman. Yeah, Will Warner. Um, Michael Cera as Dick Grayson. <laughs> Zach Galifianakis is the Joker. <laughs> Ray Fiennes is Alfred, but Ray Fiennes does not play Voldemort, who is in the movie. Oh, that's Because Ray weird. finds his Voldemort in Harry Potter. No, a Voldemort is, um, who is... Also, that was like our first like multiverse movie. I just want to say. Yeah, that was a great movie. Um, um, who is Voldemort in this? Uh, I don't know. I'm not seeing it. I, I don't remember. I think, I think it was like Eddie Izzard or something like that. <laughs> Eddie Izzard? Um, uh, <laughs> Channing Tatum is Clark Kent. Yeah. Uh, Billy D. Williams is Two Face. Yeah, he was Superman in the Lego Movie too. <laughs> Jonah Hill is Hal Jordan. Wait, they had Billy D. Williams back as Two Face. Yeah, yeah, they got him as Two Face. Uh, oh, by the way, by the way, I think I might have mentioned this in like our odd drunk news network thing that episode. Yeah, but Michael Keaton, aka Michael Douglas, whatever, Michael Keaton is coming back. As old Bruce Wayne. Yes. In a Batman Beyond series. Oh, I'm so excited. It's going to be a Batman Beyond HBO Max series. I'm so excited for that. So, which means we uh, could get Billy D. Williams as Two-Face. And now, and now I'm really that. wondering who they're going to get to play uh, Terry McGinnis. But it's going to be Batman Beyond. I bet they'll do a good job. They're, Batman they're Beyond be, set in the Bat- Tim Burton Batman universe. Uh, which is kind of the animated universe, sort of. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. I'm so excited for that. I like I do like some of the DC shows. The Flash and Arrow specifically are really good. You um, should uh, I think I think the I think the Arrow Arrow uh has a really good like first couple seasons and then kind of drops the ball a little bit. I haven't checked out those DC sh- shows on HBO Max just yet. I I do plan on watching the new Watchmen show. It's I've supposed heard, to be really I've good. I've heard it's good, yeah. But um, I did start watching, because I'm a big Lovecraft fan, I started watching Lovecraft Country. Oh, how was that? It's really good. I really like it. It, It's like fifty, late 50s or something like that, America, mm-hmm. and it basically portrays Lovecraft's monsters in relation to racism, and all the main characters oh. are African-American. So it's a really good, like... Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, it's really cool. That but, could be really cool. Um, but it's also hey, babe, we should watch that. Lovecraft Country. So far, it's been kind of vague. It's been a little vague if the Lovecraft monsters are actually real. But that's it's really cool. Basically, coming to the point where they are real. It's a TV show on HBO. HP yeah. Lovecraft, Cthulhu. Yeah, that that um, sounds really cool. But there was an awesome in the first episode a little spoiler i'm not going to tell anything about the plot but there was an evil dead reference and it was amazing which uh, but also evil dead is in the lovecraft universe yeah basically yeah like, and also conan the barbarian is also in the lovecraft universe yeah which is the the trippiest because um like inclusion. lovecraft and um robert e um what's his name that did conan 
Yeah, it's the so back they when were friends. It was back when uh, when Lovecraft. So basically, when H.P. Lovecraft, he wrote some short stories and he wrote Call of Cthulhu. And he sent it out to some of his friends, who other writers he was friends with, and they all because Lovecraft himself was kind of like, oh, I don't know if this is a very good. But all of his friends were like, this is fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. And they all started making uh, writing stuff in the Robert universe. E. Howard. He did all the Conan Barbarian stuff, which is in the Lovecraft yeah. universe. So there's a whole, there's several writers that were friends with H.P. Lovecraft who started writing stuff in his universe before Lovecraft was even like well known. Yeah. While Lovecraft was still like, I'm not sure if this is good or not. And then also Evil Dead is Lovecraft, basically. Yeah, I mean, the Necronomicon makes it very obvious. Yeah. Like, well, and then the series, they talk about the Dark Ones and stuff and the Great Old Ones that created the Necronomicon. I love... Just, you know, if you're listening at home and if you haven't listened to our Lovecraft episode, go listen to it. Yeah. Because we, we love Lovecraft stories. I'm not trying to toot our own horn here, but that one, it's a good one. It was it's back a real to topic. back. It was back to back with our um, the lighthouse, the lighthouse, which is very Lovecraftian. Also, oh, that's such a good movie. Which made sense. I'm glad we did that the way we did it. Yeah. But um, yeah, Lovecraft Country. I I've only watched the first episode because each episode is over an hour long. But I'm nice. really liking it. Do you want to guess who plays the Flash in Lego Batman? Um, I'll give you a hint. He's from Workaholics. <laughs> oh, freaking! I I know is I know who you're talking about. Adam Devine. Adam Devine. Yeah. Do you want to guess? I follow him on this Instagram. A, uh, so they had Seth Green plays King Kong, <laughs> which is appropriate. <laughs> uh, and my favorite of the entire cast, um, who plays Sauron. Oh, yeah, Sauron's in that. Yeah, Sauron. Because <laughs> the whole thing is like the Joker gets well, because they, they have all, all the, the villains, including from other. Well, they have all universes. the Warner Bros. properties. And technically, yeah. Lord of the Rings, the movies, are Warner Bros. property. Yeah, they are, yeah. Yeah. So you, who plays Sauron? <laughs> this is the best. So if Adam Devine's the Flash. Think, I couldn't Sauron. think of a better person to play Sauron in the, in the context of this movie. Did they get someone from Lord of the Rings? No, no. Oh. He is New Z- from New Zealand, though. He is from New Zealand. Yes. Huh. <laughs> Don't tell me. <laughs> it's. Um... <laughs> another drink while you think of that. Is it Brett? <laughs> it's Jermaine. <laughs> it's Jermaine. <laughs> I knew it was one of them. <laughs> it's Jermaine Clemens. <laughs> That's amazing. Which is, I can't think of a better casting in the context of that movie. Also, by the way, the Lego Batman movie is just a great, fun movie. It is. I recommend it. One of the best Batman movies. <laughs> like, yeah, but I well, want Well, if you're, if you're, so I, I would, I, I'm gonna, <laughs> I need to clarify. In the context of an enjoyable movie, that is Batman. Yes. No, yeah. Yes. It was one of the best Batman movies. Of course, it's not accurate to anything Batman because it has Voldemort <laughs> and Sauron. And in it's it. Lego. And it's Lego. <laughs> no, it's so fun, though. And it is a good Batman movie, actually. It's very, it's it very has all fun. the fun Batman camping elements. It references like all the movies. Um, 
Batman movies, there's a they ton of They make the Joker super gay in it, which is actually really accurate. <laughs> because the Joker in is... In certain versions, yes. A lot of versions of the Joker in the comics, are he's implied to be... Only implied to be actually kind of gay for the for Batman. Yeah. But <laughs> it, what makes it good... What makes it work in the context of the Joker is that it's only ever implied. Yeah, exactly. Um, there's no Batman... I think the only Batman movie... That wouldn't make a good episode. I think all of them would, even the bad ones. Yeah, because I I could even talk for an hour and a half on George Clooney. Yeah. Here's a, here's a movie. You just said George Clooney. It's not Ocean's Eleven. Although great, that, that's an enjoyable movie. But we should watch. We we should watch the first original Ocean's Eleven. Oh, with, with Frank, Frank Sinatra and the Rat Pack. That is <laughs> it's awful. really bad. Yeah. And it's all men in their 50s smoking cigarettes in a casino. And nothing really happens. And you know how they get away with it? <laughs> they literally just walk out yeah. with the money at the end. <laughs> the fireworks go off. I think it's like either 4th of July or like New Year's or something. And fireworks <laughs> going off. And that's their distraction. No, it's New Year's. Yeah. People have to sing the New Year's song. And, and it's during that that's the distraction they need. To walk out with a bunch of money. Yeah. I, 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 and I'm not trying uh, to hate on a bunch of de- dead famous men from I mean, that era. I mean, it's Frank Sinatra and Sammy Davis Jr. And also, it's they, but they, all they of them, walk out and they're they, all always they, in their 50s. In everything they're in, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to and say. And also, that. like, because Sammy Davis Jr., big fan of his, um, but his role in the movie is he drives a garbage truck. Well, that's his skill. That's his that's special his skill <laughs> because they walk out with the money in the duffel bags and they throw it in the garbage truck and he drives off. And that's how they get away. And I love how Frank Ocean's <sighs> or Frank Sinatra's role in that movie is that or his skill is basically he's just Frank Sinatra. That's he just smokes cigars and wears suits and is in his 50s. To be fair, that's also <laughs> George Clooney's skill. <laughs> 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 Because <laughs> he smokes and is George Well, then Clooney. you have another guy in that movie, and I've I haven't watched the the original movie myself, but I've watched a great uh, kind of well, not commentary, but like review on it by the Weekly Planet. I've or I've, uh, Mr. I've, Sunday movies. I've watched the Sunday Mr. Sunday movies, um, which made me go and force myself to watch it. And I oh, you you watched the original? I regretted it. We're gonna have to do that one. It was not good. I didn't enjoy <laughs> it. It was. <laughs> There's one guy that like his skill is that he can uh, has sleight of hand tricks, but he never uses it. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, he shows it once. That's true. He never actually. <laughs> and you also, know, there's a Robin Hood there, movie with the Rat Pack. Oh, really? That's I, really bad. And we have to watch that. <laughs> but it's a mafia movie that was filmed in the '60s, what? about the '30s. But it's Robin Hood, and it has actual mobsters in it. Really. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's pretty. <laughs> because so it's a it's a. As we know, Frank Sinatra and the Rat Pack were definitely in with actual mobsters. Oh, absolutely. So it's <laughs> a movie where the Rat Pack plays Robin Hood as Merry Men, but yeah. it takes place in the thirties. Yeah, that sounds. But it definitely looks like it's in the sixties. That sounds amazing, but also and terrible. also they're all in their fifties. I was I watching um, another movie that uh, I really love is Robin Hood Men in Tights. Which we could do a whole episode on Mel Brooks. Oh, definitely. Um, but I, I just want to say, uh, 
I didn't realize this until like very recently because both movies I had not watched consecutively ever until like a few months ago. Yeah. I watched Robin Hood, uh, Prince of Thieves <laughs> back to back. Wait, with, with Kevin Costner? With, yeah. Back to back with Robin Hood. Where he doesn't tights. even attempt to have an accent? No. Which, I mean, actually, I will say objectively, I think that's actually a pretty decent movie. Prince of Thieves. Yeah. I actually enjoyed it. You um, know what my favorite Kevin Costner role is? What? When he's Superman's dad. Oh, yeah. His human dad. I forget his name. Call it Kent's dad. Something Kent. Yeah. Pa Kent. <laughs> but uh, pa. I love in that movie where there's a tornado and everyone he, everyone else escapes from the cars or whatever and gets under the bridge. And then there's a dog in the car. And then Kevin Costner, Clark Kent's dad, is like, no, I'll save the dog. Yeah. And then he dies saving the dog. <laughs> when literally Clark Kent, who's Superman, could have saved the dog. No one would have noticed because they're not paying attention. It's a and there's a tornado. tornado. And he would be so fast that it would be a blur. Yeah, it's like it's like no. <laughs> it was the stupidest death. The, the, it was the dumbest death in cinematic history. They're just and like, I love it. He's just like, no, they're not ready for you. And he's like, but it's a fucking tornado. Yeah, no one's paying attention <laughs> no to what we're doing. Attention, and it's a tornado. Yeah, nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. But yeah. that's my favorite Kevin Costner role. Yeah. Also, but, I love um, his ghost dad appearance. And uh, Batman v Superman, that's pretty good. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. But then Russell Crowe also is a ghost dad in that series. And Russell Crowe is way cooler <laughs> than Kevin Costner. So well, he's, Kev- automatically hey, a hey. Cooler go- he's automatically a cooler ghost dad. <laughs> and he's drunk. <laughs> Who would you rather have a ghost dad of? <laughs> Kevin Costner or Russell Crowe? I mean, Kevin Costner, because he'd actually be a better dad. <laughs> but, but Russell, Russell Crowe would be a cool. more fun dad. He'd be way more fun. He yeah. would be. Well, I'd rather have Russell Crowe as my drunk uncle. Yes. <laughs> so who would you have rather have a, a ghost uncle? Russell, Russell Crowe. Crow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, of course. No, uh, but I watched, uh, recently I watched, for the first time ever, because I'd seen both the movies, <laughs> but years apart from each other. So I decided to watch fucking ghost uncles. I watched Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, which is, I I enjoy that movie. It's a good movie. And then right after the next day, I watched Robin Hood, Men in Tights. (laughs) And I have never laughed so hard in my life. Yeah. Because Robin Hood, Men in Tights, I did not realize because this, it came out before I was born. Um, is a direct parody of Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh, really? Direct parody. It's fucking amazing. Well, I love it because we could, even we could make a Robin Hood movie. We it's could. It's a free IP. We could. Yeah. Robin Hood is more than just a free IP. We're not, it's from the fucking Middle Ages. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, own the rights to that's, Robin Hood. That's more than just public domain. Yeah. Um... Now, we couldn't make a Robin Hood movie with Achu in it, the character. Oh, really? Because Achu is Dave Chappelle, <laughs> written by Mel Brooks. Oh, okay. But we could have Robin Hood and the... <laughs> all the I love stuff. Dave Chappelle. Oh, he is great. Because throughout the, throughout the entire movie, and they never let go of the joke, 
it's one of those jokes where it it's becomes it's funny and then it's not funny and then it's a funny again because they keep latching onto it <laughs> where they go where throughout the movie they'll be like oh this is my companion Achu and everyone will be like bless you and he's like no <laughs> it's his name yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great great movie we could do a whole episode on Mel Brooks another movie a more serious movie definitely more serious movie that just came to mind um, that we could do an episode on or at least a commentary on but um, The Departed that is oh, my favorite yeah. modern crime movie you know it's been a good so far six or seven years since I've seen it <laughs> It's a good movie. <laughs> but I and I know it's not just even on Netflix, it's on like Amazon and Hulu as well. Yeah. I have no excuse for not watching it again. <laughs> but it's yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh Matt Damon mm-hmm. and um Jack Nicholson. In yeah, and Jack Nicholson and in a serious role. Because in his older age, Jack Nicholson I feel like has taken on more like funny roles because he's crazy. Yeah. And he's But this is just before that. Yeah. But he's really good in it. Oh. No, it's one of my favorite gangster didn't like, crime Leo, movies. Didn't Leo almost win an Oscar for it? I think so, yeah. It, like, yeah. almost. <laughs> he almost won an Oscar for a lot of things. That was, like, the joke <laughs> Until for Until The time. Revenant? He, the Revenant was yeah. the first. So I remember when I was in high school, I was uh, my high school had a, uh, a weekly sketch show. And it was a class you could take that they showed. And not all, mo- most of the teachers showed. Not all the teachers showed. It was optional. But on th- every Thursday, you could watch it. We called it the Bear Facts because our mascot was a bear. It was super stupid and lame. Was it all about Bear Facts? No, but we did do we did play off of that joke a lot <laughs> <laughs> because we, we were not very funny. <laughs> um, I remember I did a, a series of sketches the year I was I took that class. It sucked, but it was very fun. And the, the year I took the class, the, the, the sketches that everyone liked were the reoccurring characters. Of course, yeah. That was always the, those are the only sketches people actually liked were reoccurring characters. And I had two reoccurring characters. And the year I did that, we only had a few reoccurring characters because everyone was super lazy. Of course. Um, I had one which was Dad. And his whole thing was he did dad jokes. <laughs> and it was a short thing where he would just say uh, he would just say a dad joke and it would be the end of the sketch. It wasn't really a sketch. <laughs> it would be like, hey, dad, I'm hungry. And the, and the guy in, who's in like a button-up shirt and a tie would be like... Nice to meet you, hungry. He would be like, or nice to meet you, I'm hungry, I'm dad. And <laughs> then he would turn to the camera and be like, dad jokes. And <laughs> it, it was the end of it. And that, that was this format. And people like <laughs> people, the, the kids at the high school liked that. I love that. Um, and the other one I did is I had a friend in high school who his dad worked at a Honda dealership and this was back when they did the helpful Honda man commercials. Oh yeah. So we got some of the shirts and we did helpful Honda man. And the whole idea was that he would be the helpful Honda man, but he would always fuck it up. <laughs> so he'd be like, uh, the teacher would, uh, a teacher would be, uh, having trouble with his computer and the help. And he's like, damn, I'm having trouble with my computer and the helpful Honda man would be like, Hey, I can help. And he'd be like, helpful Honda man. Help me with my computer. And he would type some stuff, and then all the power in the whole school would go out. <laughs> um, and we did. It was probably the worst like, worst sketch we did, but I had fun making it. Was we, had, we had some guy who looked vaguely like Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> play Leonardo DiCaprio or the helpful Honda guy. Helped him get an Oscar. 
and um <laughs> and it was like a rocky training montage oh my god it was awful but i loved it <laughs> i was very proud of it nice that it was just does sound awful but i would watch it i don't have it anymore i think but if i can <laughs> find it i'll show you uh. um <laughs> i don't have almost any of those sketches anymore but <laughs> but the departed he's an undercover cop but then the like actual cop is actually with the mafia and then da 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 Jack Nicholson's crazy, um, but he's actually, spoiler alert, I won't say it. Watch The Departed. It, what's good about it is it takes it takes a lot of those mafia genre tropes and turns it on its head. Yeah, and that's, it's that's, a Martin Scorsese film. So it's a true um, crime film. Yeah, Mar- Mar- Martin Scorsese is... He's the master of like mafia, like mobster stuff. He's the master that's still alive. Yeah. He will never be as good as Francis Crook. Ford Coppola. Ooh, shots fired. Scorsese, if you're listening. <laughs> also, you'll Scorsese. never be as fucking good as Coppola. Also, Scorsese, why were you in Shark Tale? <laughs> you were in Shark Tale. And then you go shit on Marvel movies. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, be consistent, dude. <laughs> I respect that you don't like one of the worst animated movies, but also one of my favorites because of how bad it is. But you were in Shark Tale. I respect that you hate superhero movies for your own reasons, but then you then you like you can't back it up because you've been in Shark Tale. (laughs) I don't think you can back anything up at this point. Yeah. Yes, you've directed amazing films, but you were in Shark Tale, and Will Smith also. You. Yeah. Martin Scorsese, who directed Goodfellas, Taxi Driver, Wolf of Wall Street, and The Departed. Yeah. But you were in Shark Tale. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm just kidding. I love all Oh, of The Irishman. Did you see The Irishman? I actually haven't. What? How have you not seen that? I know. It's like three and a half hours long. <laughs> that's, I think that's why. <laughs> well, I, I kept meaning to. I've heard it's really good, and I... I I like those mobster movies. I like those old movies, but uh, that style. But um, it's just like it was really long, and I don't have Netflix at the moment. Yeah, it is a Netflix exclusive. Uh, Netflix is one of those things where I've only had it um, for s- small periods of a time for the last few years. So like, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll find myself in a situation where I can watch Netflix and I'll binge watch a bunch of shows. That are only on Netflix. And I never got around to watching The Irishman. Wolf of Wall Street, though. I want to mention that movie real quick, though. Yeah. Um, I've actually not seen that one. You've not seen that one? I haven't. I highly recommend it. I think Leo should have won a fucking Oscar for it. But uh, De Niro. uh, He was. Here's the thing. Leonardo DiCaprio was nominated for an Oscar for Best Actor for Wolf of Wall Street. You, You know. Or. And he was nominated. I think Wolf of Wall Street was also nominated for Best Movie. But you know what other movie was out that year? Was this like 2008? Uh, uh, 2013. Oh, 13. Okay. Django Unchained. Um. So, of course, Django Unchained won everything. Yep. Because it's Tarantino and he always wins everything. Yep. Tarantino, we get it. You've seen more movies than us. <laughs> You're better at this than us. But Wolf of Wall Street was so fucking good. Yeah, I've heard. I love that movie. Um 
I watched it. I didn't watch it in theaters. I watched it for the first time with my dad. He rented it, which was weird because 2013, I was like a sophomore and junior. I don't remember in high school. Also, we're going to end this. I was, I was a junior in high school, and uh, my dad is uh, – and that has, movie has, like, straight-up, like, porn. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it was weird. I think that's why I haven't seen it because I didn't see it when I was that age, obviously. And then by the time I got old enough to see it on my own, I just haven't cared enough. Yeah. <laughs> because because – it's good though. If you get the chance to see it, no, I, yeah, watch it. It's it. really good. Well, and it's Margot um, Robbie. We're running so out. We're it's run- Margot Robbie. Yeah. So, but I, I, I just want to. And you see Jonah Hill's dick. I just. <laughs> you do. <laughs> but I just want to talk about the Irishman. It's not like a sex I scene. Talk- it's just like. Bitch. It's just- I want to talk about the Irishman a little more. Jonah Hill's dick. <laughs> <laughs> but the Irishman. <laughs> it's Robert De Niro. It's Al Pacino, and it's Joe Pesci. So all these old. It's the classic. It's, it's the old. It's the it's the trilogy of Irish or of Italian mob, of a mobster actors. Yes, it's the they're the classic mobster actors. Not also, trilogy. It's the Trinity. They're old. They're Trinity. really old. <laughs> apparently, they do a good, apparently they do a good job of making them look. No, younger. they don't. No, they, they, don't. they don't. I don't think so. Oh. So I, they'll have Robert De Niro. Okay, I'll and take, they'll try I'll to make him look younger. That. And I've seen <laughs> YouTubers on use deep fakes do a better job of it. But Damn. like, here's the thing: it's okay. It's fine. It still looks extremely off. Also, the way he moves and stuff, because it was still old Robert De Niro doing the acting. <laughs> he looks like a 65 to 70 year old man beating men up. Like, so is it like, he doesn't move like a 30-year-old man. Is it like when they had... Um, it's really weird, and is, it's funny. Is it like Hank Pym in, in Ant-Man in the flashbacks? It's worse than that, though, because it's the whole movie. Even worse than that. Yeah. Because that was a weird one. At least the flashbacks, they'll show Michael Douglas's face, but then like when he runs off or whatever, it's a different guy. Okay, yeah. It's a stuntman. <laughs> but yeah. no, Robert De Niro, he's doing all the movements and everything and like the fights, and... You can tell it's a 65-year-old man. (laughs) 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 It's great. I love it, though. Is it a movie I would watch again? Maybe with someone that hasn't seen it, like you. It's a good movie. I like it. I'll hit you up and watch it sometime. But it's long. We can do an episode on... We can do an episode on monster movies, and in preparation, you can watch this It literally has an intermission, and it's on Netflix. I could talk all day about monster, monster movies... Every monster movies? Mo- monster. <laughs> Mobster movies. Everything from Godfather to even like uh, like uh, Dog Days Afternoon. Also, um, <laughs> the whole mobster, <laughs> the mobster monsters thing, I, that, I got that from The Office. Because in an episode, they think uh, that Michael's being sh- uh, <laughs> shook down by a mobster. <laughs> but then someone says, oh, is he a mobster? And he's like, Jim, monsters aren't real. <laughs> He's like, no, mobster. <laughs> and there's a, there's a, this is unrelated, but it's monster related. Um, Michael, when he's um, when he quit and he starts his own company, before he starts yeah. his own company, he's looking at jobs. And Jim is like, you should go to monster.com uh, to find jobs and stuff. And then Michael's in his office and you hear like, <laughs> roaring and like monster noises and he's like no that's monsters.com 
It's amazing. We're definitely going to have to do an office episode as well. But uh, I think uh, we've rambled on enough. We've rambled on enough. Is is there any other movies you want to mention real quick? No. I got one I want to mention. No other movies matter. I got one I want to mention because it was the entire reason I recommended this idea for Oh, my God. And you haven't even mentioned it yet. I have not even mentioned it. I was watching uh, The Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. I was watching this movie um, a couple months ago, and I texted you while I was watching it, being like, we should do an episode on movies that don't need a whole episode, because I can't talk for a whole hour and a half on Steve Zissou, but that's just such a good movie. Have you seen the movie? Classic Wes Anderson film. Yeah. Haven't seen it. <laughs> we should watch it. Not, you know, now that I'm talking about it, there's not a lot to say about it, unless I want to get real, like... Film literature, like okay. technical stuff. Definitely expect another one of these. There's a really cool scene in that movie where uh, Bill Murray fights off. Yeah, a, it's Bill Murray. He fights off single-handedly with a handgun, um, entire crew of uh, pirates, like Somali pirates. Oh wow! Yeah, it's fucking awesome. I could see Bill Murray doing that. Yeah, and it's just Bill Murray being Bill Murray the whole time. I love Bill Murray. (laughs) He's not trying to be an actor here. He's just like, fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Bill Murray's also one of my favorite human beings. Uh, Well, that movie, you would love this movie. Because you've seen some Western films. Yeah. So it's the same style. Wide shots. It's Bill Murray. Wide pan shots. Jeff Goldblum. Okay, I'm sold. And David Bowie music. Okay, I'm sold. Played on a classical guitar by a Portuguese guy. Sold. <laughs> yeah. That's right. all I need to know. That's all you need to know about the movie. Go watch <laughs> it. We'll watch it. It's on, I think, Amazon right now. You can watch it on Amazon Prime. It's good. I just have to mention it because that was the entire reason. Also, I just want to mention, to, uh, we're most likely going to re- be recording another episode after this one. So whatever order they're in, uh, don't worry about continuity. Yeah, don't worry about Just it. Just knowing one of them, we're going to be more drunk. Yeah. I'll probably post them back to back, so this one first and then the next one. That would make sense for continuity. Probably, but we might change our mind by tomorrow morning. But this one, so, <laughs> we'll see. I would say this one's over. This one's over. Roll the, Do the, yeah. roll the music. music. It's, it's the Odd Drunk Podcast with Jackson and Bolton. Sometimes Tristan Bolton.